Hello and welcome to Morning Coffee with Jesus. I'm Rebecca and today we're going to be talking about muscle memory. So stay tuned for today's message. So we're talking about muscle memory and I was thinking about this because I sat down the other day at the piano and I started playing songs that I've played over and over again and I don't have to have the music in front of me, I just know it by memory. And as I begin to play, I don't have to look at the keys, I'm able to worship and just spend time with God because I've played it so many times that it becomes just easy and natural to play without even putting any thought or much effort into it. The thing about it is, is you get so comfortable doing the same thing the same way that you become complacent and you get to a place to where it's so repetitive that it can take the fun out of it. It can even take inspiration for the future out of you because you are so used to doing it this one set way. Well, as I sat down and I was playing the song and I was singing, I was brought back to when I was younger and I first started playing the piano and how I hated to get up in front of people because I was afraid that I was going to miss a note and I was going to mess the whole thing up and it was just really, really scary for me. And so I would never venture out and do anything different than what I had practiced because I didn't want to mess it up. And so as I was playing the other day, It was just me, there was no one in the house, and so I have all of the freedom to mess up as many times as I want, no pressure of anyone saying, oh, mommy missed that, oh, that's not how that song goes. Just me playing, and I found myself stuck at playing what was comfortable and what I was used to. And I felt like in my spirit that the Lord was like, play a new song. And I was like a little hesitant and there should have been no reason. Like I said, it was just me. And so the Lord just kept dropping in on my heart, play a new song, play a new song. And so I was like, okay. So I started playing, but I have certain chord progressions that I'm used to. Like I know these keys go with this. And so I began to play that same kind of way to where I was like, oh, okay, I like to play in this key and I know these go well. These are nice chords that go together. And so I started playing like that and I heard it again, play a new song, play a new song. And I'm like, "Ah, but if I switch it up, I don't really know what goes well. And so I was like, all right, I started playing in a different key and guess what? I hit some wrong notes. It did not sound good at all. And I was like, ugh. So then I tried again and I was like, oh, that didn't sound good either. And then the more I kept hitting these wrong notes, the more I discovered the right notes to play. And by the end of that night, I was able to put together a new song with the help of the Holy Spirit. And I was like, oh wow, that's so good because it wasn't me 
playing, to perform, or anything like that. It was opening myself up to allowing the Holy Spirit to guide my hands, to show me what works well and what sounds good together. And as I was listening to the song at the end, it put into a perspective of life and how we can do the same thing over and over again. We go to the same job. We like the same restaurants or places. And there's nothing wrong with having a day-to-day routine. But what I was learning in that moment is it's okay to step out of your comfort zone and to do what the Lord is telling you to do because He knows exactly what works good together. So what do I mean by that? Well, I want to share a couple scriptures with you guys so you can have a new perspective of what the Lord wants to do in your life. The first scripture is in Isaiah 43, 19. It says, Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. This verse is so Great, because think about it. He's asking you a question. Do you not perceive that he's doing a new thing? A lot of times we don't. We look at our life and we're like, nothing new is happening. It's the same thing day after day. And I just feel like this is how it's always going to be. And the Lord's like, do you not perceive that I want to do a new thing in your life? He always wants us to grow. He always wants us to expand. He doesn't ever want us just to get so comfortable in a place to where that's it. We're tapped out. God always wants to elevate us. He always wants us to grow. So here, I want you guys to ask yourself, do I know that God wants to do a new thing in my life or do I want to stay where I currently am for the rest of my life? I know a lot of people are like, no, I don't want to be here, you know, 10 years from now. I don't want to be in the same situation. And then there's others who are watching who may be saying, well, I'm, I'm good with where I'm at. I'm comfortable. Or they don't even think that it's possible to do anything different. Well, I'm going to encourage you to stretch yourself today to say, Lord, show me what new thing you want to do in my life. Give me that plan and that structure so I can step out in faith and see that growth take place. Just like we were talking about muscle memory to where playing a song, your body gets so used to doing it over and over again that you don't have to put much thought into it. You just naturally do it. I realized I do this a lot when I was trying to show my kids how to play a song. Well, I played this song so many times that I was like, wait, I don't actually know what chords I'm playing I have to play it. And so I would start playing and I was like, okay, it's this, 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 and this. And then I would have to write it down for them. But because I did it so many times, I didn't even think, oh, I'm playing this note and that note. You just do it. Same thing with your routine. You just get used to doing it. You don't even think about it anymore. Until you have to stop and show someone else how to do it, then that's when the process is like, oh wow, this is more complicated than I realized. Or, oh, I've just done it this way forever that I didn't think about doing it a new way. God always wants to show us something new. We just have to be willing to listen and be obedient to his instruction. Another scripture in Genesis 12, 1 tells us, Now the Lord said to Abram, Get out of your country, 
from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. Sometimes God will give you instruction that may seem kind of scary. When he says, hey, I want you to move out of this career into something you've never done before. Or if he says, move to this state or whatever instruction he's giving you. It can be intimidating at first, especially if it's a whole new thing that you have never experienced. But just like he was telling Abram Abram here, I want you to leave everything you've ever known and go to this land that I'm gonna show you. Well, he had a choice to make to say, oh yeah, I don't really know what the outcome will be if I do that, so I'm good here. And then he would have missed his blessing, all the provision that God had in store for him. But because he was obedient and he trusted God, he left that place and went where God showed him and great things happened in his life. Well, God is not a respecter of person, and he wants to do the same thing in your life. He wants to take you where you're currently at, whether you think you can do anything different, and he wants to equip you. He wants to teach and guide you how to move in to your new promised land. You know, what I've realized with my life is When I delay obedience to what God has instructed me, I also delay greater results and blessings in my life. The moment I set aside pride, the moment I set aside fear, and I say, Lord, I trust you, I'm gonna put my faith in you, and I step out and I do what he's telling me and leading me to do, that's when breakthrough happens. That's when everything starts going smooth. And I'm like, That's it. That's all I had to do is, you know, put one foot in front of the other and just keep following you. And I know it may sound like, oh, yeah, okay, that sounds so simple, but it's not really that simple. Guys, I'm telling you, it is. It's just a matter of being obedient. It's a matter of listening to the Holy Spirit. And if you think, well, I don't know how to hear from the Holy Spirit. It is really, really simple. I actually did a video about that. You can go and check that out. But the easiest way for you to be able to hear the Holy Spirit is to get into the Word of God. Open your Bible. Start reading. He talks through His Word. So the more that you read His Word, the more you're going to get wisdom, the more you're going to learn what His character is, the more you're going to hear what His voice sounds like because you're now getting in tune with what the will of God is, what He has in store for your life, and you're learning more about Him and gaining more knowledge of who he created you to be at the same time. And if you don't like to read, so I'm gonna raise my hand, I did not like to read at all. I mean, at all. Reading was not my strong point. I was not a good reader. I would rather someone else read to me. I would rather kind of skim through and see if I could just kind of put the whole story together for book reports during school because I did not like to read. It took me four ever to finish a book. And because of it, I didn't read anything besides what was mandatory to pass a test in school until I got married and had kids. Like that's how long it took me to actually enjoy reading. And what really shifted for me is 
reading the Bible was different than reading a fantasy book, a history book, and all those things. Because reading the Bible, when I was reading it when I was younger, was more of a, this doesn't make sense. How does this apply to my life? This was way back then. I can't relate. So it was hard for me to read. But when I took a different approach and I said, okay, Lord, give me wisdom to understand this chapter or this verse. And I started reading it as a life manual instead of a textbook or something that happened in history forever ago or something that didn't relate to our modern culture. I started reading it with expectation to receive revelation instead of reading it to gain knowledge or to read it as a memory thing or out of an obligation. That simple shift of mindset and reading it from that perspective literally unlocked every page. What do I mean by that? It was no longer a fairy tale of something that seemed impossible to me. It now was a roadmap that led me to freedom, that led me to prosperity, that led me to overcome the situations that I was currently going through. That's what I love about God is he's not saying, well, you've got to read from Genesis to Revelation before you can get the full revelation of what it is you're asking for. God is going to talk to you on your level exactly where you can understand it. So if you're going through uh, a marriage thing, a financial thing, a mental thing, a physical thing, whatever it is that you're going through in life right now, and you're taking that to the Lord and saying, Lord, this is what's going on. I need some help, some guidance, some wisdom. He is going to begin to show you the verses that you need to read. He's going to begin to show you things in his word, not saying, look, you got to do all this before I give you the answer. He's going to start showing you different things. And the moment that you receive it, the more you hear it. Because how does faith come? Faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. So it's not just you heard it one time and you know everything there is to know about that. It's a continual learning process. Just like with anything that you do, you can always learn and you can always grow. So don't just take the things that you have learn so far and get into that state of muscle memory where you just do it over and over again the same way. Step out of your comfort zone and begin to play a new song. Be willing to hit a wrong note and say, that's okay. That doesn't go well there. So, all right, Lord, let's do this. Don't be embarrassed when you make a mistake. Take it back to the Lord again and say, all right, that didn't work. I didn't hear you correctly. Can you explain it again? And he will so lovingly start teaching and going over it again and again with you. Another scripture that really, really helps me is Ephesians 5.19. It says, Speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melodies in your heart to the Lord. Another verse that pairs well with this one is 1 Corinthians 14.15. It says, What is the conclusion then? I pray with the Spirit, and I will also pray with the understanding. I will sing in the Spirit, and I will also sing with the understanding. So I know a lot of people who are like, I don't believe in speaking in tongues and things like that. 
And if you don't even know what that is, you can go back and watch the video I did of that and talking about speaking in tongues and what, why and when and all those things. But this helped me so, so much in not just writing music, but also in life to where he's saying here, you know, don't just pray in your understanding, pray in the spirit. Don't just sing in your natural words, in your language that you're used to pray and sing in the Holy spirit. And so it opened up a whole new level for me because again, I was taking my natural intellect and me kind of out of the equation. And the Lord was able to use me as a vessel that he could work through. And so when I would begin to play and write words for new songs, it could be a challenge because I'm trying to come up with something that goes well together, right? Like rhymes or, you know, all the different things. And the Lord's like, just sing to me. And so I would start praying or singing with my native tongue and just saying words and things like that. And then the moment I would start singing in the spirit or praying in the spirit, it was like words just flooded out of my mouth. And I was like, wow, where did that come from? Like, I would have never have thought to say that, but I was allowing the Holy Spirit to speak through me. And it was so much better than anything I could have ever come up with. That's what's so cool is God has the best plan for your life. If we would just be willing to say, all right, Lord, I know you know everything. You know what's going to happen tomorrow. So let's lay out this. Give me the blueprint, Lord, and I will see it through the way that you have. Not, well, let's erase this and let's add this. Because when we start adding different structures and different things to it, it takes away from the perfect plan that God had in store. And God always has the best quality, the best everything for your life. In Psalms 43, it tells us, He put a new song in my mouth and a song of praise to our God. Many will see in fear and put their trust in the Lord. Sometimes we just need to put trust in the Lord. It's easy for us to put trust in our job that, you know, we're going to get that paycheck because we know we worked this many hours or put our trust in our spouse saying, well, you know, I can trust them to do this. So that's going to get taken care of. Or we trust our education and we're like, well, I know I'm capable of doing this. So this is going to be the outcome. But what about our trust in God? Where is that? Do we have full confidence? If we lost everything today, where is your trust? Is it in what you're capable of rebuilding and restructuring? Or is your trust in God to where he knows where you need to be and when you need to be there? Sometimes it's easier for us to say, well, yeah, I trust God. And I have done this myself. So I'm going to put myself here um, so it's not just on you. To where I'm like, yeah, I trust God. Let me give you guys an example of this. So I was working full time and I was, you know, yeah, I trust God. Praise the Lord. You know, I thought I did. And then he gave me a word to go part time. 
And I was like, wait, so you want me to cut my pay in half? And then so what do I start doing? The math, right? Of, well, I don't know if that will work. And so I had to talk to my husband. I was like, all right, this is kind of what I got. And he was like, yeah, do it. And I was like, okay, well, hold on. Let's really think about it. Let's, what was I doing? I was putting me in front of God saying, well, I don't know if we can do that. Instead of really believing and trusting that God knew what he was doing. And so I prayed about it, came back and talked to Jason and we were in agreement and he was like, yes, let's do it. Well, now I have a job to do of going to my employer and saying, hey, I want to go part time. And at the time, that wasn't something that really a lot of people were able to do. Like it was full time or no time. Right. And so I was already nervous on like, they're just going to say, all right, you can't work here anymore. And then I'm like, then what do I do? Right. So fear was trying to come on me. And that trust in the Lord was like, Ooh, it was getting lower and lower. And I realized in that moment, wow, you know, I can say I trust or I believe, but are my actions showing that I really do believe the word of God? And so I wrote up my letter and all that, and I went and talked to them. And it was just amazing how that whole day turned out. Like it was so great. And everything that the Lord had told me to do is exactly how it planned out. And it turned out so great. And the Lord has continued to bless and give us new ways of income and expanding us. But because I was in a position to where I was like, oh, I got to hold on to this. It was taking up so much of my time that I wasn't able to do what God had really called me to do. And so by stepping out in faith and saying, all right, Lord, I'm going to put my trust in you. I'm not just going to say it with my mouth. I'm going to put action to it. And when I did, everything just started turning and shifting in a good way. And so I'm going to encourage you, even though you may be like, whoa, that seems a bit mm, too much. I don't know if I can do that. Put your trust and confidence in God. It will change your life. God is never going to let you down. If we don't trust him, then it may seem like he's letting us down because we made a detour somewhere. And we're like, ooh, that plan doesn't sound like it's going to work out. So let's help God out. God has the perfect plan. And he's like, if you stay the course, everything will work out. And we can find that out in Hebrews 12 too. It says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. When we begin to look at Jesus, we discover that he is the author and he's the finisher of our faith. He is our example. And Jesus died on a cross for you. He endured so much pain and suffering for us. But did you know he had a choice? God gave him instruction. Can you imagine getting those instructions from the Lord and thinking, wow, I'm going to have to do what? But Jesus saw the plan. He trusted God so much that he was willing to die because he knew 
the benefit and the outcome. I'm so thankful that Jesus followed through with what God had asked him to do. Because if he didn't, you and I would not be able to live the life that we live to where we're able to ask God to come into our heart to where when we leave this life, we will spend eternity in heaven with him. That's how good God is, that he loves us so much that he wants to give us the best of the best. He wants us to spend eternity with him, with no pain, with no suffering, with having all of our needs met. Even though life sometimes may seem hard, difficult, even unbearable at times, remember that God will never leave you. He will always be there to comfort, to guide you, to get you through every single thing that life and the enemy tries to throw your way. I want you to know that God wants to do that new thing in you. He wants you to have that new song, that new chapter in your life. Don't be afraid to set aside things that you're used to doing and stepping out in faith and following through with the plan that God lays before you. I hope this has helped you. If you would like more information or more scriptures or even just prayer, you can always email me at morningcoffeewithjesus at hotmail.com. We want you to know that we love you, God loves you, and you're never too young or too old to fulfill the call. Thank you guys for watching. We'll see you next week. We would like to invite you to follow Morning Coffee with Jesus podcast for your cup of encouragement. We also want to thank our friends and partners for helping us spread God's word around the world. If you would like to give or become a partner with the ministry, you can scan the QR code or visit morningcoffeewithjesus.com and click donate. When you give, we are able to tell more people about Jesus, help in our community, and give back into other ministries. If you have a prayer request or would like to stay connected, you can visit morningcoffeewithjesus.com slash stay connected.